happen literally at any time. The Bivy Stick and its two-way satellite messaging gives you the power to reach loved ones, to send emergency messages, or request a rescue. And to use this device, you do not have to register your name, and you don't need to turn on location services or reveal your geographic location. The battery life is several days in duration, and you can easily recharge it using a small portable power bank. There are only about 20,000 Bivy Sticks that will be available in America this year. Get yours now while they're still available at sat123.com. That's sat123.com. Right now with Ann Vandersteel. Live and hard-hitting as always. Welcome back to the Sheriff Mack Show. Sheriff Mack, welcome, sir. Well, thanks so much, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Tuesday morning. Speaking of beautiful, it is beautiful, but it's freezing cold where I am, man. It's a high of like 20 degrees, (laughs) sir. Global warming is kicking in, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, don't, don't you know getting colder is part of global warming? Come on, what's the matter? Yes, it is. And if you don't understand that, you're an idiot, and you need to go get a government-controlled education. Oh, boy. Where are we now, ladies and gentlemen? Well, I hate – you know what? Speaking of beautiful, I have four good news pieces and a bad news piece. Which do you want first, Sheriff? Uh, Always the bad news first. All right, because then we get in on four good news notes. The bad news is gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake was now referred to the, quote, Arizona Attorney General for investigation on Monday afternoon. That's according to the, quote, referral, which came from the Secretary of State, Adrian Fontes, or Fontes, I don't know how you say that, because they say Lake violated state law, ladies and gentlemen. Why? By tweeting out copies of voter signatures in her tweets. So there you go. There is election fraud, and now they want to blame it on Carrie Lake. Wow. How do you even respond to this stuff, Sheriff? Uh, Aren't those voter rolls public information? Anybody can look them up. You can't tweet them, sir. You can't share them. You can't promote them. You can't. See, only Eric can steal the voter records and control them illegally and everything else. You, my friend, no, sir. Kerry, absolutely not. Any other government official? Now, if you found out they were on Hillary Clinton's server, sent out in her emails, it would be okay, Right. If Jeffrey yeah. Epstein had them, no problem. If uh, Barack Obama or you know Joe Biden leaked them, no big deal. Uh, but if it was Trump or Kerry Lake or you or me, then it's curtains, sir. They're going to go after you like you would not believe. And that's sadly what they're doing to Kerry Lake. I wonder what her strike back move will be now. Well, we kind of wondered what uh, the states uh, or these uh, leftist Democrats, these criminal Democrats that are in office here in Arizona uh, – and of course, uh, the laughing, laughable, uh, Katie Hobbs, uh, she literally laughed at the part of her oath of office when it said she would 
uh, uphold the Constitution of the United States. She started laughing. She broke down laughing. She could not even control herself. Her mom had to rebuke her to to get her to uh, get serious about her oath of office. Uh, this is all. So in my opinion, hold on. Do you let somebody take office who laughs or mocks their oath? Do, yeah. Do, yeah. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. She's a Democrat. She's a, she's in. Yes. Wow. All right. So that's the bad news. I don't want to dwell on that, but our prayers are with Carrie, uh, and we'll try to get a hold of her and see if we can't get some better updates from her side of the story. But that's what we're hearing, and it's a shame upon shame. I mean, it adds insult to injury. It's one thing that they commit all these election frauds and shenanigans and mock and laugh at their oaths of office and betray the Constitution yeah. and promote, uh, you know, communist views and socialist views. And it's a whole nother thing, though, when they go after Carrie Lake for trying to get to the truth. And what does she get? Payback, retribution. Not only will the judge shut you down, but now we're going after you for these small infractions which voters did she harm in her tweets? Nobody even knows, but she's trying to highlight the criminal activity. And now due to some arcane, strange, weird law, uh, then they point at her. What a shame. All right, moving to good yeah. news, though. Florida, the great state of Florida, Ron DeSantis country, could be the 26th state to change the laws to enable constitutional carry, Sheriff. Yeah, I saw that. Uh you know, I think Florida was the first one to do uh, concealed carry permits. And then, as you very well know, uh, both of us were very familiar with the case of Sheriff Nick Finch in Liberty County, Florida, uh, where a man was arrested. Yeah, we helped because fund he his win, by the way. Sorry to interrupt. But oh, I want yes. to make people understand what yes. we do with their money, though, Sheriff. When you join the CSPOA, yeah, the CSPOA some, of the, some, of the, some of the way we spend the money, we helped fund – Liberty his in defense. Liberty County, Florida. His defense. Yeah. Yeah. We funded his defense so was, on that, and, and we're grateful to do so. He was criminally. He was charged criminally and suspended by the governor uh, for nullifying the arrest of one of his constituents who was simply arrested because he didn't have his Florida permit when he was carrying a gun in his pocket. And he was not a criminal. He was not a prohibitive felon. Uh, he was simply exercising his Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms, and he was arrested for that in Florida. And we told people at the time, the uh, permit, the concealed carry permit, is a double-edged sword. You already have the right to keep and bear arms. The choice of how you do that is yours, not the government's. And they ended up arresting this man, and it ultimately it – he was found not guilty, and it was on Halloween Day. I was there at the trial, and I was flying home, and they announced that he was uh, found not guilty. I saw it on an email on my uh, computer when I was working on it. And this is this this is the the real sad thing here. This ultimately cost him his career, and it should have never even come up. And now the state is finally catching on that constitutional carry. If you don't have constitutional carry, then you have unconstitutional carry. And that's really where uh, Florida has been for the last uh, 20 years or so. And they have finally caught on with Vermont and uh, Alaska and Arizona and numerous others that have gone this way because the Constitution is being respected now. 
And I want to be very clear. This is where the conservatives kind of miss the mark oftentimes. What they do is they say, hey, at least we can have constitutional carry, or I'm sorry, at least we can have um, concealed carry is better than nothing. And this is where we sell ourselves short as conservatives. The conservatives mm-hmm. back in the day when when uh, carry started to become an, an issue, concealed carry, we should have pushed back for constitutional carry at the start. But sadly, we lose our rights, then we have to just absolutely claw and scratch and fight and kick and bite and do whatever to get them back. And so Florida could be the 26th state. It's good news, but, man, it's sure hard-fought news we should have had forever ago. Uh, and that's the point. But it is good news, and I hope Ron gets it, it done yesterday. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Ron, if you need help, call me, buddy. I'm here to help. Whatever you need me to do, I'm on <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> All right, a growing number of doctors, Sheriff, say they will not get or give COVID booster shots. Uh, now, this is in um, the Epic Times. Uh, and I find this great news because they're waking up. One doctor says, listen, I was forced to get the vax. Uh, it is scientifically, criminally bankrupt. You just, it's bogus. And doctors are realizing how abusive this is. And the next good news piece I have in relation to this is CDC now acknowledges overcounting COVID-19 hospitalizations. So I got a question for and you. Death. If they over, if they double counted or overcounted Hospitalizations? Do you think they overcounted deaths too, Doc, uh, Sheriff? Yeah, they did. That's also on on their list uh, that they oh, did. Oh shoot! Uh, yeah, sorry, but they did. And why did they, Sam? Because they wanted to rule by fear, and they wanted everybody to get this jab because they were promised it would save their lives. Liars. Other than that's not so bad. No. <laughs> I look at this, though, and I say, look, their credibility is destroyed, though, folks. If they're the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, working with the Food and Drug Administration and other government agencies, and they can't even keep the number of hospitalizations correct or the number of deaths correct, what can they yeah. keep correct? And the answer is they failed on vaccines. They said that it was safe and effective. They skipped all the trials and everything else, but they were confident to the point where they mandated these shots, criminally mandated them without authority because the Constitution grants no such authority. And then they literally uh, lied for a long time to cover it up, and now the truth is coming out. Everybody knows the vaccine people uh, are less healthy than those who did not take the vax in the first place okay this is serious unvaccinated persons are far healthier than vaccinated uh, people that's according to the international journal of vaccine they call it theory practice and research they published a study about this on november 15 2022 okay and even bill gates now concludes that mrna shots are actually not useful think about that in an person conversation with the Lowry Institute, Bill Gates was in Australia speaking to these folks, and he admitted that the shots serve virtually no benefit to anyone, especially the most vulnerable population, that is the elderly. Think about right. those admissions on top of the admission from the Pfizer exec that, hey, we go ahead and mutate the virus so that we can mutate the vaccine to match. That'll be a cash cow for us, he said on tape. 
Wow. Where do we go with this? His name is Jordan Tristan Walker, Director of Research and Development of Strategic Operations and an MRA scientific guy at Pfizer, caught on hidden camera literally saying we create our own cash cow by mutating these viruses ourselves. Sheriff? Well, Sam, we were telling uh, Bill Gates and the rest of the world all along uh, that these uh, vaccinations were at the very least suspect and at the very most uh, deadly and dangerous. Uh, and so we, we were warning people about this. The evidence just simply was not there to support any kind of uh, universal uh, vaccination with these uh, drugs because they were never properly tested. And, and as soon as they started, they the, the guinea pigs or the people of the world uh, were guinea pigs in the application and testing of these vaccines. And which most of them came out and said they're not vaccines at all. Uh, and so now we're having more evidence come forward day after day after day, uh, which reminds me, I got to get this put all together in my book, uh, and, and, and make this known to the world that you were lied to once again, just like the war in Vietnam. We were lied to by government to get in that war, to stay in that war and to kill 68,000 American uh, young people in that horrible, ridiculous war. And uh, I, I cannot support the uh, military complex of this country that does this to promote their own selfish political agendas as uh, President Johnson did uh, during the Vietnam War. You know what I'm calling it, Sheriff? Treasonous uh, criminal corruption? betrayal. It is. It is criminal betrayal. Treasonous so, criminal betrayal. Look at Fauci it, and even Donald. Okay? They went forward mm -hmm. without facts, without science. It was bad enough that they jettisoned all those things. But then they mocked those doctors, those physicians, those up. professionals who stood up and said, hey, wait a minute, this doesn't pass the scientific smell test. We're not going down this road. They literally destroyed careers and forced vaccinations. It's Nuremberg time, Sheriff. But Kevin McCarthy's too busy hanging out with Joaquin Jeffries making friends. Now he's going to go see Joe Biden to talk about the debt ceiling. We're not even on the things yeah. that matter, doctor, sheriff. We're well, not even on the things no. that matter at all. Uh, no, and we really haven't been. And the one thing about Trump on that, he started off uh, really well in, in addressing uh, the vaccinations uh, and the dangers. Remember, he announced that he had been, that he got COVID and that he had been on hydroxychloroquine. Some people say hydroxychloroquine, but he had, he announced to the world that it was helping him. And then a few weeks later, he started touting the vaccination and the way it appears, he's been uh, touting the vaccination ever since. And yeah, which is and really sad. Surrounded by the wrong people or somebody's got him by the short hairs. Don't know which. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, may, maybe he thought it was the politically correct thing to do uh, because he didn't want to line up on the side of, of people getting sick. Uh, so he uh, thought the vaccination might be a good political ploy to support. It obviously Shame was Shame on that. 
Dr. Robert yep. Malone, well-known physician that has stood up and he's absolutely received character assassination at the hands of government, the medical establishment, and the media has uh, been right all along. And the proof is in the pudding now. He was spot on. And now he says this, I cannot vote for Donald Trump if he backs the vax. And I have to agree, Sheriff. Yeah. Yeah, I... I uh... I think that no matter who gets the Republican nomination, I will support. Uh, if it's between Trump and, um, uh, DeSantis. Yeah. Our, our buddy Ron. Uh, but you know, Sam, and you, you know, I felt like this for decades. Um, I, I am Why tired of for Romney. I hear he's jumping in. Vote for who? Romney. He, he jump in. Oh yeah. Give you a chance to vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, All I, right. I made that mistake. I made that mistake once. <laughs> yeah. But I'm telling you right now, so that's – I just wanted to highlight that as we go into the topic at hand today, which is frontline doctors. Now, we mentioned that I'm handling the day-to-day operations. I'm CEO of CSPOA because Sheriff Mack is helping a sister – is that what you call it? Organization? a friendly organization, yeah. another patriot organization, uh, get things yeah. squared away. And boy, howdy, have they made some great strides, Sheriff. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, the only strides we've made so far is to go to court, uh, and the judge ruled uh, in our favor against Dr. Gold, and now she's out touting that she actually won and that the judge sided with her. So I, I, I have to tell you, when you were talking about, uh, Dr. Malone, uh, it, it came into my mind and my heart that Dr. Simone Gold, uh, was, uh, standing on the right side of the vaccine from, from the get-go. You're right. Two years ago, two and a half years ago, she stood in front of the United States Supreme Court with, uh, a dozen or more other, uh, physicians and doctors and surgeons who warned at that time that these vaccines were dangerous, ineffective, and possibly deadly. They also warned against the shutdowns and that we should not have shut down our schools and our businesses. And we certainly, according to these doctors, these medical doctors now, we should not have shut down liberty. We should not have shut down our constitution. And you and I, I so know admire. that because we understand the Constitution from the get-go. So we oh, said yeah. no. Those who don't understand right. the principles of liberty well enough are the ones that fell for it. The rest of us stood tall from the yeah. beginning. On my very talk shows, we were telling everyone, this is bogus. Don't go for it. This is unacceptable. We've got to stand up. This can't happen. Yeah. Once you lose liberty, it's almost impossible to get it back, etc. Now, I don't want to take wind out of the sails of your point. I just want to highlight we were backing Simone Gold and backing um, Robert Malone and backing these physicians who, in my opinion, are some of the most courageous people in the country, Sheriff. Yes, and, and uh, I, I absolutely applauded uh, Dr. Gold. Uh, I, I, she was a hero to America, she, she, to, to everyone. Uh, and I, I was thrilled when she asked me to be on the board of directors for AFLDS, uh, and that was uh, December of 21. And uh, I, I was very much involved. It was a lot of work. There was a lot of turmoil. 
in, in the company. And, uh, I did not know when I came on that she was already in the process of buying a very expensive home with AFLDS money in Naples, Florida, a $3.6 million home, uh, where she and her boyfriend, uh, have been living, uh, for free. Uh, and I was not aware of any of that when I came onto the board and the purchase of the home happened uh, during that time. And I did not know that it had been approved by anybody. The board never gave it approval. Um, and so one member of the board was aware of it and, and said, go ahead. Uh, but the board never approved it. And that was a big mistake. Uh, and I would not have approved it. And, uh, now we're in a position where we need to try to sell the home, uh, and ha- have, uh, Dr. Gold find another place to live. Uh, the whole thing, Sam, is it went to court. Uh, Dr. Gold filed, uh, a, a, an injunction, uh, in court against us. She also demanded that, uh, two of us fire and terminate, uh, Joey Gilbert's position on the board. Uh, and, uh, she, she t- told us that ultimately we, we kind of said, well, don't we need to investigate your claims? Don't we need to take due process into consideration? She said, no, just do what I tell you. And, and so the truth of the matter is that Dr. Gold was no longer on the, the board. She was no longer in a, a, any official position with AFLDS. Because, uh, back over a year ago, she actually resigned so that from AFLDS so that she could focus on a business, a for-profit business that she created called Gold Care. And we were all in favor of that too. Uh, I, I look forward to, uh, participating in Gold Care as a patient. Uh, and so, uh, it turned out that, uh, she, for some crazy reason, she actually was at uh, the U.S. Capitol and went inside on January 6th. Uh, I don't believe that she was guilty of a uh, of, of very serious crime, if any crime at all. But uh, she pled guilty to a, a trespass and she spent uh, 50 days in prison, not jail, prison. In federal prison. And, I, and I don't want to get off topic here, but I do want to say, though, this trespass stuff they're saying against everybody is absolutely 100% bogus. Whenever they don't want you somewhere, whenever they don't like what you have to say or think or believe or wear or whatever, they want to say you're guilty of trespass. It is this nebulous right. term they're using to violate your God-ordained, God-given rights, people. And the problem is, how can one person trespass but another person not? How do you trespass when the cops invited most of these people in? Anyway, we'll get to more on this, ladies and gentlemen. We want to work with Simone Gold the best we can. Let's make that very clear up front. You're watching the Sheriff Mack Show on Brideon TV, listening on Brideon and Loving Liberty Radio. Right now with Ann Vandersteel. Titus, Mizek, we are the Smith Brothers, and we love Uncensored Truth. Why? You need 
Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals. Mike Adams of NaturalNews.com says, 2020 has shown us that we must prepare for the unexpected. Gold and silver will be indispensable to your fiscal security during the coming financial pandemic. Shipments of real gold and silver are delivered safely, discreetly, and securely right to your door. You can also hold precious metals in your IRA. This allows you to protect your retirement savings with the ultimate safe haven, assets of gold and silver. Your metals are held in the form of physical coins and bars, in a private depository, under your name, and on your behalf. Simply visit brighteonmetals.com today. Gold and silver will be indispensable to your financial security. Shouldn't you at least look into it? Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals, in business since 1976. Visit brighteonmetals.com today. Nearly all the vitamin C sold at retail today comes from China, and it's made from genetically modified corn. Even though vitamin C is a critical part of immune support, it's also critical to know where your vitamin C comes from. I'm Mike Adams, the founder of Brighteon and BrighteonStore.com. And we only sell non-China, non-GMO vitamin C. We then subject it to rigorous laboratory testing in our own food science lab, checking for heavy metals, glyphosate, as well as microbiological contamination. Only after it passes our tests do we encapsulate it and package it for our audience. You can find it at brighteonstore.com. It's not the cheapest vitamin C on the market, but it is by far the most rigorously tested and honestly sourced vitamin C available anywhere in the world. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, with Sheriff Richard Mack, CSPOA.org. Become a member of the Posse today if you want to get involved in solutions. That's the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA.org. And Sheriff Mack, right before the pause, I was making the point that we definitely want to work with Dr. Simone Gold. She set the gold standard in standing up against government belligerence, uh, and I commend her for that. Things weren't perfect as things unfolded. She started uh, the Frontline Doctors Group, uh, and she's been key in fundraising for that group. But she made a few missteps, and really the board uh, won this case yesterday because uh, the board is in control of the organization. But I believe Simone Gold has an incredible role to play going forward. The question is if she will. Yeah, it is. And and I will tell you, Sam, uh, the judge didn't really hear all uh, the problems that occurred before uh, she started fighting with the board of directors. Uh, way back when, when she asked uh, Amy Landau to be the executive director, uh, and this was right when I started on uh, as a board member. Uh, and Amy was very professional, very lovely person, uh, really dedicated to all of this. And she ended up quitting just two months later. And it was because of the squabble she was having with Dr. Gold. Uh, and Dr. Gold, uh, Amy accused her of uh, micromanaging her and telling her how to run everything. 
and that uh, Dr. Gold was just running everything through her, uh, using her as a scapegoat and a few other things. And and a Amy did testify at the hearing, but she didn't testify about why she left. Uh, and she was simply talk testifying, as most of us did, that uh, Dr. Gold did indeed resign from the board and from AFLDS. And, and uh, that was the big and contention of all of this. Uh, well, and that, that's why I say that it was, a, it was a big win. That's why I say it was a big win, Sheriff, because really it established that yeah. the board is in control. That's the most salient point of the whole thing. It is. It is. And and Dr. Gold's contention was that she never really resigned because it was never in writing. And the judge countered and told her, uh, you did it at a board meeting. It's on the minutes, and the minutes were actually prepared by you. <laughs> and and so there's absolutely no evidence that there were any conditions uh, about her resignation. And I found her uh, conditions to be to make her position worse for uh, trying to get back uh, on the board and for her uh, lack of resignation. She says, you didn't make my demands. You didn't meet my demands. Uh, she demanded $50,000 a month. She, this is all in the notes. I have them right here in my hand uh, from the judge's order. And and the other one, even more so, is that she was to be paid $1.5 million from AFLDS donors to her pocket and in order to resign and start her personal business. I found that very alarming. And and it made it, it made her position worse, not better. But this is what the, the last two paragraphs from the judge. The judge so, said, and, and I'm quoting and reading this now, Simone Gold is not on the board. The board can make any decision it feels is appropriate with respect to Gold's ongoing employment, in quotes, I don't know why employment is in quotes, ongoing employment and status with the company. The court does not find, however, that gold is causing irreparable injury uh, to the company. Uh, I dispute that. She she most certainly has. She has taken funds away. She has made it impossible for uh, our staff to be paid. She's taken away uh, Internet access, emails. Uh, she's taken the uh, CPA who is supposed to be paying people. He only works for her now. We told him all along that she had resigned. We showed him the proof. And now, even still, after he lied in court on this hearing, he is still not paying any attention to the board and is still only working for Dr. Gold. The next paragraph is very telling, and it kind of supports what you're saying. Uh, the, the request for injunctive relief by both sides are denied. Uh, he's then recommending a receivership. In other words, a, a mediator to take control of the company until everything is settled. Uh, I really uh, take offense uh, to the judge's uh, assertions and opinions, personal opinions, that that we, uh, the board that's on there now, cannot handle this. Uh, he doesn't understand how uh, horrific uh, or devastating uh, these things were, but right when we were trying to fix everything, when I came on board in mid-October, this thing was already uh, going 
downhill fast. And, and we were already in court. And so we've spent the last three months just simply getting ready for, for this hearing. Uh, and it's really hard to fix a company when you don't have access to the, to the bank accounts, to the employees, to the internet, to the, to the communications that have been established there by, uh, previous administrations. And so it was, it was very difficult to run the company while we're trying to get ready for court. And that's a full-time job. He does say this, and I really like this. In the meantime, it is incumbent on these parties, that means the board and Dr. Gold, to resolve differences and comply with their duties to operate the company in a professional and reasonable manner. I would say this. It is time for us on the board and the people involved to put our pride aside and do what's best for this company, for this uh, we the people company. It is their company. This is this is done by donors all over the country, maybe even some across the world. I know we've got donations more than just in America. And this is my also my outreach to Dr. Gold. It is time, Dr. Gold, for you to put your pride aside also. And it is time for us to come together and do what's best for this company. Not act like who's in charge and who's the boss and who's going to tell who and who's going to demand this and demand that. I wanted to reach out to you before this, and I tried. I am now saying, Dr. Gold, we need to come together. If we need to hire a mediator, that's fine with me. But I think we should be able to do this on our own and sit down like adults and do what's best for the company, not do what's best for Sheriff Mack, not do what's best for Dr. Gold, do what's best for AFLDS and the people that have helped organize this and make this happen. And the people that it represents. Now, one of the things that is interesting in this uh, decision is says, it's not clear to the court what Max or Sheriff Max's role is in this. They say he does not appear to have any corporate managerial experience. I want to push back on that, Sheriff, because I don't believe that the court is familiar with some of the roles you played in your uh, former uh, employment life. Do you want to respond to that a little bit? Uh, yeah, I do, Sam. Uh, first of all, <laughs> uh, I was in one of the most unique positions in the world as a sheriff. Uh, I actually led a, a successful lawsuit that uh, was done nationally against the federal government. Uh, I, my leadership brought that whole thing about. Uh, I had no one else backing me except the good Lord and my good wife. That was it. Uh, in the beginning, that was it. That's where this whole thing started. Uh, it, it took a lot of leadership. It took a lot of work. And, and I had to juggle that with a full-time job. Of and it's a, a case all the way to the Supreme Court and win. Uh, the other one, though, Sam, is something else you're very familiar with because you uh, dealt with. And that was for a year and a half, uh, almost two years, we had the most pertinent environmental issue, according to Earth First and Sierra Club, the most vital environmental 
issue was in Graham County, Arizona. I never anticipated that that would happen when I was sheriff. It was an absolute nightmare. People from all over the world and from all over the United States came to our county and protested and committed acts of sabotage. Uh, and this is how they riot. The Earth First people riot quietly. They don't bring guns. They don't bring bombs and, and, and a Molotov cocktail. They bring sabotage and do it quietly. They spike roads uh, with spikes that uh, tear up tires. They spike trees that you're trying to cut down that uh, could very well injure the person with the chainsaw uh, and destroy the chainsaw. Uh, they put a girl uh, 30 feet up in the air on a tripod, a tripod like this. There's, so there's three uh, huge logs and up at the top, uh, they have uh, a Native American woman sitting. So if we try to take it down, she falls and kills herself. Uh, and so I coordinated and managed the personnel of nine different police agencies, federal, state, county, and city agencies that were all involved in dealing with these protesters who came from all, again, from all over the world. There were hundreds uh, of them on our mountain that the people of Graham County uh, held very dear. And, and Mount Graham is ours. It's the mountain we all grew up on. It's where Boy Scouts grew up. It's, it's where churches and everybody uh, had uh, retreats and get togethers and family reunions and, this is one of the most beautiful mountains uh, in, in the West, and it's it's ours. It's something that we held dear. And now all these protesters who did not even live in, a, in our county, didn't even live, most of them didn't even live in Arizona, are now coming and making it their own. And I now had to juggle the rights of the protesters with the rights of the people of Graham County. And a lot of these people committed acts of... Uh, of shoplifting, uh, and, and, and did drugs. And, uh, we kept a few of them in our jail, but I always thought that's another part of the juggling. I wanted to make sure that we did everything to keep them out of our jails because the, now the people of Graham County would be footing the bill for these people to come in. And we just didn't have the room. And I also had a contract now, with the federal bureau. Understand <clears throat> this was a federal as well as an international, as well as a local uh, organizational mediation uh, that you had to kind yes. of manage between all the different levels of government, yes. these protesters and everybody. It went off so well. This man that I know, his name is Zach, <clears throat> literally started out hating Richard Mack because Richard Mack was government. Yes. Richard Mack was enemy. Richard Mack was environmental criminal because he didn't stand with yes. the world firsters or whatever. Now, he considers Richard Mack one of his dear friends because of the superb job of not using excessive force, but using kindness, discipline, courage, respect, dignity, honor. I could go on and on and on. Well, I wanted to say something about is, that part. There. Yeah. Yeah. And that is something I did, Sam. I opened up commu communications with the protesters. 
I would go meet with them on a weekly basis. And not only that, I would bring food each time. Uh, and they were very grateful for that. But I met with leadership of Earth Firsters and everybody that, that was there. Sometimes I met with the entire group. Anybody who wanted to meet were welcome to meet with me. But I opened up lines of communication. And we discussed each other's side. And I remember one guy uh, saying, uh, well, you're you're the enemy. And we're, we're walking along. And I said, I'm not the enemy. I respect your right to be here. And I will protect your right to peacefully protest. I will die for that right. And, and, and so they started changing their tune a little bit because they never met a, a police officer or sheriff, uh, that, that talked like that before. And they even brought up, well, you're, but let's you're be the, clear, uh, not only talked like that, but acted and proved it. Yeah, actually, yeah, totally. So they were actually marching on the road, uh, mar- the, to block all the equipment to go up there and start landscaping and and bulldozing and and moving the earth to create these three telescopes. Those telescopes are there, owned by the Vatican and the University of Arizona. The Vatican, the Catholic Church owns one of those. I never did understand that, but I will tell you that the the, the Catholic Church was so pleased with what I had done that they they had the uh, Pope John Paul II actually gave me a medallion that I still have to this day thanking me uh, for my efforts. Now, this is the one thing, Sam, and you know this part too, that things got so tense between law enforcement and the protesters that it was starting to worry me. So what did I do? Go, you remember what I did, don't you? I think you set up a basketball game and you carried yes. a girl down so from I the mountain on the, your back. Yes. <laughs> I challenged the Earth First protesters to a basketball game. And I called my uh, old football coach, who is now the athletic director at Eastern Arizona College, and I asked him if we could play this at the Eastern Arizona College Gymnasium. He said, yeah, that sounds like a great deal. He said, let's get some PR going. We'll, we'll be happy to help with this community effort and help the sheriff. Absolutely. And so that was Lad Molino, and he, he really helped us. And uh, this was the first time a lot of people had showers. He brought in towels and everybody afterwards got to take showers and those are firsters don't take showers very much. So I was really glad about that. And, uh, cause I worked, I worked with these people sometimes on a daily basis. Uh, and it was, it was a lot of work, Sam. And I will tell you, look at the end result. Very few people, very few arrests, which save tax dollars. Uh, very little property damage, very little property damage, no violence, no excessive force. There were, there were the other police agencies there from University of Arizona and Department of Public Safety that brought their attack dogs and they wanted to go after these people and I would not let it happen. And I stood in the way and I interposed and I made sure that all of the police officers, many who did not work for me, uh, my deputies knew and understood where they were, where they were supposed to be. Uh, but I did not get to train these other officers from the state and the federal government and, and University of Arizona. But I, so I had to try to calm them down and I did. And I said, there's not going to be any of this stuff. Uh, and I said, if somebody's and out of line, let's look at it. Not to mention all that happening, but he's running the jail and the sheriff's department all at the same time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the judge might be a wonderful person. 
He didn't get the whole story. Uh, Sheriff Mack uh, and the board has been shanghaied by uh, some of Dr. Gold's efforts. Now we hope yeah. to change that. Here's what the court case says, and then my plea, Sheriff. If Gold Go. purports to be a director in the future and causes injury to the company, the court would consider issuing an injunction preventing her from purporting to act as a director. Hopefully, this doesn't happen and the parties will not be back before the courts. This dispute can be resolved. They need to obtain a qualified mediator and spend whatever time is necessary to resolve this dispute. I believe I could play that mediator role, believe it or not. Dr. Gold, we need your fundraising. We need your doctoral doctoral knowledge. We need your leadership. We need your involvement. Um, but what we need to do is set aside all of our differences. And we need to say, Satan and your government wants this division in AFLDS. We the people can come together and rise above this in a meaningful way that can literally shame the devil, shame the government, and stand together for the sacred cause of liberty and to protect life. Remember, Dr. Gold, first do no harm. We're your friends. I know things got sideways. Let's bury the hatchet. Let's stand together in a way that can bless God's children, every one of us. And I believe it can be done very easily if everybody comes to the table. We certainly say let's protect the investors, the people that make the engine run, and let's protect those who we are supposed to be serving. Let's serve and protect and defend all of our God-given rights, and I beg for everybody to sit down at the great round table to get it done. Sheriff? Thank you, Sam. Uh, it's absolutely the way I uh, There's been a lot said back and forth that has caused some hurt feelings, but that's our response to that is all uh, pride-related, as I mentioned before. Uh, we do not have to let uh, this uh, continue. We do not have to accept hurt feelings. Uh, I, I don't have hurt feelings. I can get rid of my hurt feelings. I can forgive and we can move on and do what's best. And so, uh, I totally appreciate your remarks. Uh, yes, this was probably, uh, not enough time for the judge to get a full picture and he didn't, he didn't get a full picture. Uh, and I guarantee you that, uh, I have some skills in bringing people together uh, I, th what I did on Mount Graham, uh, was absolutely, uh, an amazing come together of protesters and police and government officials. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, then you I'm went to the Supreme Court and stood tall for all 3000 plus sheriffs in the country and provided leadership like nobody's business. Uh, so I say to the judge, you know what? You did a lot right, judge. You decided that a mediator was the key to the solution, and you decided to stay out of it in a way that lets us go forward and solve it together, and I commend the judge for that, Sheriff. Yeah, and, and uh, obviously I said he doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know me, and he doesn't know my managerial exp experience, and it doesn't matter if it's the corporate world or if it's government. Uh, managing people is still the same. In fact, in my situation, I think it's a lot more difficult what I pulled off. Uh, in the management and, and leadership skills that I've, uh, used in, in, with this horrible protest 
situation. It was absolutely horrible. And for almost two years, we had to deal with this. Uh, and don't forget, the number one environmental concern in the world. How to win friends and influence people, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're about as we work through the <laughs> Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA.org. Become a member today. We thank all of you. The posse coming up soon with a good sheriff. Become a member and join for that. Thanks for watching TV and the Sheriff Mac Show. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman having a fantastic time. We do Brighty on TV, simulcast with radio every Tuesday morning. Delighted to do so, by the way. And um, I just want to add, you know, we do Brighty on radio uh, as well. And we're so grateful for the Brady on people, for Mike Adams, all the work that they do. It's just incredible. Uh, and I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for Sheriff Mack and the opportunity to do the TV show. The TV show and the radio show formats don't line up perfectly. That's why we do kind of the um, the news at first during the TV show. Or I'm sorry, during the radio show, the TV show uh, doesn't do news. And so it's offset a bit. And that's why we're off TV but on radio, but we're finishing up the hour uh, nevertheless, I wanted to make sure people kind of understood that. What an incredible interview, ladies and gentlemen, with, with uh, Sheriff Mack talking about the uh, America's frontline doctors and the great work that they do, the involvement that they've had. There's been a little behind the scenes. You know, people get sideways with one another. That happens when there's a lot of money involved. 
That happens when um, people misunderstand one another. It sure didn't help when Dr. Simone Gold went to prison. I think wrongfully she went to prison. Uh, and I shame the government for that. But And that caused a lot of problems because she wasn't there to see what was happening. Then she gets back and feels like, hey, things may not have ran the way she would have ran them. Uh, but yet many people stepped up and ran the organization while she was gone or unavailable. Uh, you know, there's some things that she might have done sometimes when, uh, you know, wealth comes your way. It's easy to not have things in perspective and to et cetera, right? Uh, but you know what? We can bring this back. We can get this back on track. Uh, we can uh, just bury the missteps. And we can come back. We can put the organization on a transparent track. Put it on a, an accountable track to the board, uh, et cetera. And, and with those uh, opportunities, we can move forward and do what was intended. What is that? The mission of American frontline doctors in the first place, AFLDS. We can truly make a difference. That is to support these doctors. I just told you that a growing number of doctors said they won't get and or give the COVID vaccines anymore. They're getting it. The CDC admits over counting deaths and hospitalizations now. Okay, the truth is on our side. And man, does the AFLDS have a role to play in that. Do we got Sheriff Mack yet? All right, we'll, we'll still try to get Sheriff Mack. But the, the fact is, look, the uh, AFLDS has a critical role to play <clears throat> in, the, in the going forward in America. Doctors need support. Americans need solutions and treatments. That's where the AFLDS got their start, folks. So let's take this ruling and let's do our, take our hope for solutions going forward and make them a reality, shall we? All right. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Hour one of the can, hour two coming up with Sam Bushman and Sheriff Mack. Then the posse will be later if you want to get on Zoom as a member and uh, discuss with myself, Richard Mack, many of the CSPOA leaders about what we're doing to back sheriffs to stand for election integrity, uh, and more. So there you have it. LovingLiberty.net is our website for our syndication, for other incredible talk show hosts around the clock, and a whole lot more. CSPOA.org is how you can get involved with the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. Keep an eye on America, America's frontline doctors, because, man, we're doing a great work, folks. We just need your prayers. Got it? Good. Hour one in the can, two coming up. God save the Republic of the United States of America.